Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. It's time for Barbecue Nation with JT. So fire up your grill, light the charcoal, and get your smoker cooking. Now, from the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland, here's JT. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with my Hall of Famer co-host, Leanne Whippen. Coming to you from our, uh, they're not adjoining, they're they're on the same plot of land, you might say, the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland and in Tampa. And uh, we thank you all for listening. We'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended. We've got the holidays coming up uh, very fast. And if you go to paintedhillsbeef.com and you order something off their website you can get a 15% discount just by typing in the simple phrase bbq nation that's bbq nation so uh i owe our guest today an apology because uh we tried to do an interview we did the interview with him when we were in tennessee and we had some technical issues and we couldn't fix it in fact uh dave himself uh dave heineck is uh he's a photographer and he works with music and stuff in belgium besides being a barbecue pit master he tried to fix it i sent it to everybody i could possibly think of and nobody could fix that thing so welcome back dave and i do apologize for the inconvenience in tennessee there hey no problem thank you for the invite so Mm -hmm. no problem where's your better half today Oh, she was tired today, and uh, um, my daughter, she was going in a bath, and she's doing that kind of stuff now. Maybe she joins later, but I don't think so. She was like, I want to read something and uh, to clear the her mind, but, actually. Yes. Oh, yeah. So she has very, her very first wise. busy day, too, from this work week. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we met you at the Jack uh up at byron's place but first i want to talk about uh barbecue in europe and in particular belgium uh when people think of belgium we think of chocolates we think of all kinds of fun things uh we don't necessarily think about competitive barbecue or barbecue in general tell us about the state of barbecue in um, northern europe there and in belgium in particular so for us, it started just in the backyard with my uncle and my dad. And uh, we tried to do things on the barbecue that we are not used to do in, on the barbecue. Because in Belgium, we uh, just do grilling, the sausage, um, like steak and things like that, hot and fast. And we tried to do like um, culinary dishes to make on the, um, on the, on the barbecue. And uh, so we we were just doing things and trying things to find out there was actually a kind of contest in Europe, um, in Belgium, and it was culinary. So you had the nice plates like you get in the restaurant, but you prepare it on a barbecue. And uh, we did that for a few years. And uh, I met um, 
uh, Wim Blumen and Harry Avinga. Uh, and Harry Avinga met uh, Tony Stone. I don't know if you know oh, yeah, the guy Tony Stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they started in uh, honor of Tony Stone a contest in uh, near Amsterdam. And uh, it was another way of uh, barbecue. And for us, it was like very, very new because we didn't know anything about pulled pork or brisket or slow cooked ribs or uh, the chicken. So for us, it was like very, very new to find out how that works. Um, but we started a kind of small scene and it was growing, growing and getting better. We, we're getting better and better in uh, cooking of the, the way, the American way of barbecue. Mm-hmm. Is that the way it's thought of uh, in Belgium and in Europe, the quote unquote American way of barbecue? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, it's sort of like that um, because, yeah, some guys went to, to the States and they say, yeah, but our barbecue, there is something else. We need to try to do that. And the competition guys were like, yeah, but you have like the Jack and, and the big competitions. How can we join that? Uh, instead of the culinary thing and um, yeah they start organizing contests and um, like the second year I did I organized the contest in uh, in my town uh, to try to make barbecue bigger in Europe you live in St. Nicholas yeah is that yeah. is that a Christmas town? I'm not being funny. I'm asking. <laughs> I I have not been to Belgium. I've been many other places, but for my wife's been so, there twice, but I have not been there. Yeah, you have a kind of um, like you have the Christmas guy in the states. We have someone someone else. He is like a bishop, a holy guy who brings presents for children. Uh, but they um, do it always on the sixth of uh, December. Oh. And the town has the same name. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Well, you've done all right. I was looking last night at the uh, European placings for the end of year of 2023. Your team came in fourth overall, fourth in chicken, first in ribs, 10th in pork, and eight in brisket. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> that. Uh, there's a lot of teams in the U.S. that would uh, literally pull their hair out to get year in placings like that. Do you agree, Leanne? I do. Totally. I'm kind of curious how many teams are on the list. Well, they gave a top 10. Uh, oh, I, I'm curious I as to how much it's grown. Yeah, I think now we it's, it's a little bit less like we, we had uh, years. We had like 300 teams. And now I think. We have 80 teams that did uh, five contests because you need to do at least five contests to uh, um, to get your your thing in the uh, international team of the year. Oh, well, I would yeah. say 80 teams is a pretty good. Well, you 80 know, teams, do, yeah, doing with a mandatory five, but there's 300 out there that compete. They just don't do all five, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and like in Belgium. For the Belgium contest, uh, we only ask to do a free contest because, um, yeah, it's very expensive, actually. So there are not a lot of teams that can uh, afford to do five contests. So do you have smokers over there? uh, We have smokers, yeah. Um, I'm a a pallet guy, and um, 
a lot of guys thinking it's not a real barbecue, but I'm thinking uh, otherwise. And and we do we do really good on the on on the pallet smoker. So I I, I don't think to change to uh, other cookers actually. Yeah, you're a you're a trigger. <clears throat> Excuse me, you're a trigger man, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a trigger man because um, I'm now. Traeger contacted me like six years ago and they told me like, hey, you want to try this? We come to uh, Europe. Uh, do you want to try our um, our smokers? So I tried it and I was actually in love with that smoker. Uh, like before we had all the things with the barbecue gurus or the uh, kind of controllers. and. Right. Uh, yeah, it was always a hustle with the wires, and sometimes the wires were twist and didn't work like really uh -huh. good. So this was like something. Well, we can sleep at the contest. So uh, <laughs> we we had an, a low and slow uh, thing in the um, in the contest. Now we, a lot of people do hot and fast, but um, yeah, for us it was like oh, we can sleep, so we can do double contest, and we can drive home safe and things like that. Uh -huh. So at that moment, um, you had you don't had a lot of brands. So like Traeger was like the best thing on the market at that time. Uh -huh. So I'm curious about the pellets too. Uh, are all your pellets imported from the states, or is there a a pellet manufacturer more than one perhaps in Europe? Uh, I think everything is uh, imported from the States uh, because yeah. uh, you have a lot of free uh, trees in Canada um, and uh, like the pellets that they make over here. I don't like them, actually. Um, I, I tried a few brands and um, I, they actually normally they make pellets for like um, to to heat to to. Yes. Uh, yeah. And the. Um, I don't like actually they try to make like barbecue pellets, but they they are not so hard. And when you have like the auger, it crushes all um yeah, they break the pellets actually because why you get more dust and things mm -hmm. like that. So oh, that's why I like uh, brands like B and B and Traeger and actually the imported stuff. Mm -hmm. Do um do you have in Europe, this is just kind of a side question, Dave, but is there like here, especially when you're dealing with food products, we have the USDA, the FDA, which is the Food and Drug and the United States Department of Agriculture and all. We have these various things and states, individual states have their own versions of that. Is there a European, because uh, you're part of the EU, is there a European have some sort of governing body that would control like the quality of pellets because here if you buy fuel for heating your home if you have a pellet stove in your home which are quite popular especially like where I live um mm -hmm. but it'll tell you right on there do not use this for food because they're made differently so that they're, they're pretty uh, strict about that yeah no <laughs> No. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> no. Because because still now we um like pellet is, is now like I think in totally like 10 years in Europe, but still when I do like a demo for Traeger or something like that, a lot of people are still like, What? 
a barbecue of pellets. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's a lot more glue in the home yeah. heating pellets than there is in the food pellets. I, I know that I've actually been to a couple of pellet factories and they explained the difference to me. We are going to take a break here on barbecue nation. Uh, we're going to be back with Dave Heineck in just a minute. Dave is from the Laurentis. We're going to talk about if he's a, uh, relative of Dino D. Laurentis. Uh, when we come back from the break here on Barbecue Nation, stay with us. Hey, everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with Hall of Famer uh, Leanne Whippen, of course, my co-pilot, co-host, and co-conspirator in all these projects. Um, don't forget that uh, it's really easy to get a hold of us. You can go to our website, which is uh, Barbecue Nation JT. Of course, Leanne has her own website. Uh, I, we have a ton of them. So, uh, and you can email us. It's just go to barbecuenationjt.com and you can send us an email there. We'd like to welcome to the show uh, a new sponsor, Hammerstall Knives and Heritage Cookware. By the way, Leanne, I got mine today. My boxes oh. showed up. Well, that's good news. Um, I have not, but I'm a little <laughs> bit further, maybe. Um, and I'm also at my mom's house. So maybe well, when I get home. Maybe they just didn't want to haul them up two flights of stairs. I have no I idea, know. but okay, we're talking. I'll with, be on the lookout. You'd be on the lookout. Uh, we're talking with uh, Dave Heineck today from uh, Belgium. We met Dave at uh, the Jack. He and his wife. Uh, is it Catherine? Catherine. Yes. Catherine. Okay. Uh, lovely people, and uh, they were on our ill-fated show back there. But that's another story. I did want to ask you how you came up with the name Laurentis. Are you, uh, I know you work with uh, oh. imagery and uh, film and stills and music and all that stuff, Dave, but are you uh, related to uh, Dino D. Laurentis or anything like that? Or is it just a name you liked? No, it's actually a big story. <laughs> it's a long story, actually. Well, we've got um, time. My, mm -hmm. my, my, my dad was looking for a, a barbecue team name and you, at that point, now you have all the cool names like When Pigs Die and names like that. And uh, at that time, everybody was like using stranger names uh, like like Philus or um, uh, things like that. So my dad was looking for a name and he came up with that name. And actually, Laurentius is a saint, was a bishop. And um, in the... Um, yeah, the, the, the early years, he um, gave away his wealth. And um, the church say, said to him, like, you are crazy. You gave your, away your wealth to the poor. Um, you, you're probably possessed by the devil. So they tried to uh, cure him, to put him on a fire, on a grill. Oh, they roasted and, uh, him. After a time, yeah, yeah. And after a time, um, they ask him, like, eh, are you um, back to your uh, senses? And he said, 
no and you can better turn me over because i'm already on one side <laughs> that's actually the the story you can find it online actually about that saint um and that's the name so um like last year my dad quit with the team and we were thinking like oh can we maybe change the team name because everybody is questioning <laughs> what kind of name is that even on our side it's like oh that's a strange name uh but you know we do it now for 12 13 years so it's everybody know us with that name so we we're gonna keep it it's it's a good name it is a good is. name it is um do you, when you're competing in belgium do you have sanctioning bodies over there or um you know like our kansas city barbecue society or memphis or it do you have anything like that over there so we had um, WBQA, the World Barbecue um, Association. Um, they do more the culinary thing. Um, it's not popular in the States. Um, then we have like SEA, the uh -huh. steak competition um, guys. And you have KCBS. Oh, but like okay. the other things you don't have over there like florida uh yeah. and things like that you don't have mm -hmm. them. no you don't have them in europe Did you... i find it i'm sorry um, no, no, i find ahead. that the um meats are different in my experience over in europe and different especially you know like a brisket or a pork shoulder or whatever when you compete do you use what's readily available over there or do you try to mimic american style as well so uh, <laughs> my biggest thing, like my, um, how can I say it? My, um, um, I'm working for a wholesale butcher. So, so I do the marketing of a wholesale butcher. Um, I make like pictures and movies for them. And uh, the, the great thing is I can ask the, um, the guys over there, like, can you buy me that? Can you buy me that? So they searching for that kind of brisket, and when the um, they come in, I have first choice to have from the whole pallet uh, to choose my pieces of meat. Um, like I use Snake River Farm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I use Swift ribs, I use uh, and like pork, the the shoulders. Like in the beginning, you didn't find like Boston butts or something like that, but that's now. We we um, talked with the butchers and with the uh, the 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 pork business, and now we have like really good pork butts. Uh, so yeah, the meat is. I think you can compare it like, like in the states. Hmm. When so, when when so somebody when we were okay. Oh sorry, no, it's all right. Go ahead. Uh, so when we were at the Jack, um, Byron buy, bought our meat. Yeah? I asked them to select my meat, and uh, it was almost no difference. No difference between the meat from uh, Europe of uh, the states that I worked with. Hmm. What is the reaction? What is their personal reaction to when they, you know, pop a piece of brisket in their mouth or? Uh, if you give them a rib or something and they've never had it before, do they think it's so foreign and different to them because of the flavor profile or how does that work there? 
they are like um in our in Europe they're like meat tender. So it doesn't matter what you have, it's tender, they like it. So when you have a rib that's nice cooked, they like it. Most of the people are like, wow, this is crazy. Uh like when they taste brisket, they're thinking like, wow, what's this? Because they never taste it or they don't make it because brisket is really expensive over here. Yeah, we got to take another break. We're going to be back with Dave uh, Heineck from Belgium and the Laurentis, if I said that properly, barbecue team uh, with Leanne and myself right after this. You're listening to Barbecue Nation. Hi, I'm JT, and I'm thrilled to announce our further collaboration with Painted Hills Natural Beef to bring you your best barbecue experience. As a special treat, Barbecue Nation listeners get a 15% off discount by just typing in the code Barbecue Nation when you check out. So all you got to do is go to the Painted Hills Natural Beef website, click on the store, place your order, and when it has discount or code at the bottom, type in BBQ Nation. Don't miss out on this really juicy deal from Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation on the USA Radio Network. So we'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef. Speaking of beef... Beef the way nature intended and beef just like your grandfather used to make. Uh, don't forget to go to their website, PaintedHillsBeef.com. You can do an online order there. Um, when you go to check out, just type in BBQ Nation at the bottom. There's a little place for it. And uh, you'll get 15% and that beef will arrive at your door in a day or so. And also pig powder. Uh, we have... Uh, the uh, owner of pig powder right here on the show leanne pig powder was created by her father jim tab commonly known as trim uh it won the coveted best rub on the planet award a lot of pit masters use it and uh leanne uses it i use it maybe we got to get dave to use it there yeah and um i know it it's, it's a good rub actually oh thank like you it. it's yeah. a very good rub so all you have to do is go to pigpowder.com and it will arrive you got to pay for it of course uh -huh. but uh it will arrive <laughs> at your door uh very shortly too so there you go we're talking with dave uh Heineck here from belgium and i'm curious because of the advent of of competition barbecue, Dave, are you seeing actual barbecue restaurants, uh, whether they're come in and sit down or just take out, if you will, uh, in Belgium and other places in Europe? Yeah, you see it like the last years popping the barbecue uh, restaurants. Uh, yeah, you you it's growing. It's growing. Yeah. Yeah. And and on their menus, are there kind of standard for us? I mean, you've got your your brisket, your pork, a combination plate. Maybe there's some sausage on that, what have you. And then you've got some sides like mac and cheese or beans, what have you. Is it is it f very similar to an American uh, menu? They try to uh, to copy the uh, American way of barbecue. Most of them. They have like a few things on the side because there's always somebody that say like, I don't like the American way. Yeah. 
they didn't taste it, but they don't like it. Yeah. Um, so you have like steaks on the side, but most of them have like uh, the barbecue platters with brisket and pulled pork or pulled beef and uh, some ribs and and smoked chicken and sausage. So yeah, they they are they are really good to copy um, the great food in uh, from the state. What's your favorite brisket pork? What is it? My favorite? Oh, that that's a hard question, actually, because most of the time when I'm eating ribs, I'm thinking like, oh, I can do that better, um, like brisket. Most of the time, my favorite is brisket. Um, when I see it on the menu, I order it always just to try it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you ever happy with your turn in i know a lot of pitmasters and stuff they'll like you just said i could do that a little better or i should have tweaked this a little bit or maybe there should have been more salt or more garlic or whatever it is or do you ever get done with the cook at a competition and go that's the best i can do yeah yeah um <laughs> you know barbecue is like Barbecue is like damage control. So <laughs> when I have my, um, I taste it. So if I thinking it's not salt enough, I take a shaker with salt and put some salt on it. So yeah. um, I I try to give it the best at the moment that I can give. So um, at the at the jack, you know we are, we are first in Europe with trips at this moment. But mm-hmm. at the jack, we had the last place, really lost that last place and i saw the scoring and i was like they were too kind for me so i'm i'm very to myself very um i, I put my level very good. Mm-hmm. yeah so what gives leanne you were one of the judges well we don't know where it's coming from we don't <laughs> judge know. based on that <laughs> no, my, my, my ribs were not ready and so we were in the cook and I, I wrapped them and they were really nice. And I pulled them off at the moment when I thinking when we used to pull them off and they were not ready. So I put them just back on and we turned it in 20 seconds before turned in. Wow. And uh, I tasted while uh, my father-in-law was running with the box and I tried. I was like, no, this is not a winner. <laughs> <laughs> of at least not our standard of ribs so i was not really not happy about ribs and uh they gave me like five and six and a seven for tenderness and i was like mm, those sevens <laughs> they are too nice for me <laughs> for me it was really like five and i think if you can um say to your own meat like okay it was a five um um you're correct it ju- that's a way who, that you can learn and to be mm-hmm. uh can be better in your barbecue that was my next question dave what is the biggest thing you think you've learned by competing at the jack Oh, what we learned in the at the Jack. I learned um, what I learned was like um, there is more than the competition. 
um i learned like what um byron what he did for us and like salt the team salt pork what those guys did for us and like at with the fast eddies he he drive like 10 hours to bring us cookers that's the thing that i learned like um we need to help more each other uh, mm-hmm. if i'm not able to cook at a contest and there's a team from the states or from from canada or any part of the world yeah it's i think i i'm gonna be faster to 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 help those guys to uh assist to help those guys to have a setup or or something like that that's what i'm actually learned in the states Uh does that go for the german team too and let me tell you why i asked that question when I got there, uh, I don't know if it was you or somebody affiliated with you, or I don't think it was. I think it was, uh, what do they call him, Ziggy? Some, some One of the teams. Anyway, I asked if he was German. He goes, no, we fight the Germans. <laughs> the whole Europe oh. fights the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it was not someone from us. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I don't remember because they all were kind of coming at us at one time there. And I just thought that was such a funny answer because he just kind of stood up straight and he said, no, we fight the Germans. <laughs> Everybody in okay. Europe fights the Germans. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, there is a, there is a history. <laughs> yeah, there is a history there like that. What? This, the things you saw and learned at the Jack, have you already started to incorporate them? And I'm, it's just been a month and a half, give or take. Have you already started to incorporate some of that in your cooking? Always. Yeah. <laughs> so the first thing what I do after cooking is like I have my, um, I have like my, my spreadsheet with all my hours on it, with all my steps on it. So I can um crossing down and uh when i pull something off or i put something on i rewrite the hour or uh when i did something different i write it down and uh we'll see to the scorings and i'll try always like free cooks to see if it works or not um to do like small tweaks to make it uh perfect how so often I rather, you, how often yeah. do you practice, Dave? Um not that much. We do like 12 competitions in a year. And uh now last year we did only eight, I think, uh or nine. Um, but we I'm so busy, <laughs> I have actually no time to to practice. Yeah. Do you so, uh, I really, I have my list and I try to do every time the same. Mm-hmm. And are you using the same rubs and seasonings and stuff every time? Or are you always tweaking those? No, uh, for, for my rub and my sauce, you can, I use just commercial, like you can buy in the store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you ought to use pig because. powders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and butter up. 
<laughs> well, Leanne, right. Le- Leanne shared a secret with us about what four months ago or so. I think maybe it was when Byron was on the show before we went back there. And you said that you had actually, in some of your competitions, you had mixed Byron's butt rub and your pig powder together. I d- you That's didn't correct. share the ratios or anything, which is fine. But mm-hmm. you, you said that was a winning combination for you. It is because his is, you know, kind of salt and peppery forward and mine's sweet with a little heat. So it does make a good combo. Yeah. 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 Well, something. And something. I think if you, if you use first like the butter up, mm-hmm. your meat starts to uh, sweat. Yeah. From uh, the salt. yeah mm-hmm. Like the moist coming out and you put the sweet on. So the sugar mm-hmm. can mix with the, uh, with the meat. Uh, I think that's going to be. A good combination, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, see, me, we may have discovered something here today yeah, for you, yeah. Dave. You just never know. <laughs> uh, we're going to take yeah. another break. We're going to come back and wrap up the show with uh, Dave Heinick from Belgium talking about competition barbecue in Europe and what he learned at the Jack. And Dave is going to stick around for after hours. So we'll be back. Stay with us. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to the nation that's Barbecue Nation. Um, I'm JT along with Leanne Whippen, and we've got Dave Heinick with us today. Uh, from Belgium. I got to ask you the uh, couple of obvious questions, Dave. When um, do people always ask you about chocolate if they've never been to Belgium? <laughs> um, you have the holy free, yeah. You have beer, you have the waffles, and you have chocolate. So you have a mix of questions. When we are in the States and they ask us, oh, oh, where are you from? And we say Belgium. It's like, oh, you have all day uh, waffles or you drink all day beer or you have a lot of chocolate. And the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we ought to move there, Leanne. Just... I'm thinking so. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that wouldn't be oh, a. I need a... to ask him, what's your favorite chocolate over there? Oh, um yeah i don't know how it works in, in like in in Bel- um like the brands um mm-hmm. like callabout mm-hmm. callabout i really like that kind of chocolate um because it's really high quality of chocolate mm-hmm. um i tried some chocolate from the states and what i'm thinking like it's it's a lot of sweeter than our chocolate our chocolate mm-hmm. is more yeah, it's less sweet. Um, and I like really dark chocolate, like uh, with high uh, percentage of uh, cacao. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have M&M's? Yeah, of course. Okay. And M&M's with peanuts? 
Uh, we have M&M's with peanuts. And thank you for the very uh, <laughs> special ones. Like now we have with brownie and with salted caramel and uh, all. Wow, he's up on his kinds. M&M's. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> Because you just happen happen to be talking or sharing the screen with the M and M queen of the world, right I there. Know, I love peanut M and M's; they're delicious. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm always looking out for you, Leanne. Always looking Thank out you. for you. But I just had to check on that. Put on your thinking cap for a second, Dave. And where do you see barbecue in general, and then barbecue competitions, say five years from now in Europe? Ooh, that's really hard question. I know we are now in, we are at this moment in a really really tough moment of the competition because it's so expensive. So we are talking with a lot of people to try um, make it, yeah, a way to survive actually the competition mm -hmm. because um, like okay, eighty teams are. A lot of teams or 300 teams are a lot of teams but um it's very expensive to travel through europe um and, and buy meat so uh we are looking for solutions and i hope that uh we can talk to each other in five years about this and uh that's back big like just before the COVID um kicked kicked in well, you, you said a couple times how expensive it is. Can you put that into a rough number for us? Um, Leanne, what is a, at, a, at a retail level, what does a brisket cost in, in Florida, for example? If you want to go grab one and you've got to do a cook with it, how much does a, you know, a full pack? Well, if you want to get a, a premium brisket, you know, that's like, I don't know, 18 pounds, it's a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. And how does that equate in Europe, Dave? Like um, the Gold Snake River, it's like 300 euros. So that's almost the same, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I don't know what the exchange rate is right now for euros and, and dollars, but... It's almost the same. I think is it? like if put it in dollars, I think 320, $340. dollars mm hmm yeah. Well, it is expensive. Do you get support from, you know, you said you worked for a, a, a meatpacking company and butchers and that. Do you get support from the actual like Snake River or Swift or Hormel or any of those companies? From those companies? No, we don't, I don't get any support of them, but I I'm doing marketing, so I have marketing budget. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Got it. So I have good sponsorship. <laughs> no, um, I, I talked with my boss, and we, uh, like, like the first year after COVID, we uh, um, sponsored all the Belgian teams that want to be sponsored, their meets, 100%. Good. So, um, he was like um he was like the the uh after the covet like everybody has like his bruises we need to help the competition barbecue so he told me like contact every 
Belgium team and I give them a sponsorship, they get from me a meat package to do competition. Um, and and yeah, of course, I was a part of it. Uh, our team was also uh, sponsored by them. Excellent. I see, uh, is that Gentleman Jack on the shelf behind you there? The boss? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, actually, two special bottles. The first one was from the Jack 2018, uh, because we had the second place in cooking from the homeland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the second one is actually the best international in pork, because we had the fifth place pork at the Jack this year. Oh, excellent! That's great, excellent. Yeah, do you, uh, you have yours, Leanne? I do. I don't know where they are. Okay. Buried somewhere. Yeah. I, back in I, back in the woodchick days, I had them engraved at the jack when I was competing, and uh, had woodchicks put on it in the year. Yeah. Oh, good for you. I only have one, and that's fine. That works mm-hmm. out in the good. If there was something that you could um, perhaps change or alter a bit, Dave, about barbecue competitions in Europe, what would it be? I really like brisket, but I'm thinking um, if they skip the briskets, we get more. <laughs> I say skip I, the chicken. I, <laughs> <laughs> but chicken is the cheapest one, and the brisket That's is true. more expensive. But mm-hmm. I know for competition, is brisket a little bit better because it's actually the uh, um, the, the the game maker. Um, Dave Heineck, uh, real quick, how can people find out about the uh, Laurentis uh, barbecue team and what you're doing as far as on social media? We we have our Facebook group. And of course, uh, on my own Facebook group, uh, that's Dave Trager Project. There you go. Um, we're going to get out of here. Dave is going to stick around for after hours. We thank you all for listening to Barbecue Nation. And uh, we will be back next week with another show. As usual, we hope everybody's having a great holiday season. Dave, thank you for being with us. And uh, for Leanne and myself, uh, take care and remember our motto, turn it, don't burn it. Barbecue Nation is produced by JTSD LLC Productions in association with Salem Media Group. All rights reserved.